You'd have to be a fool to expect that 2021 is going to be any better than 2020. Then be a fool then. Be a fool for God. Be the fool that puts all his faith in the power of God. Be that fool. That's what. That's the advice that Emmanuel Heke is going to give you. Be a fool then. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, all over the world. Good morning. It is Monday here on Church Boy Confessions. He will direct your path. So what's there to fear again? Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning. Thank you so much for tuning in once again to the Church for Confessions podcast. I'm your host, Emmanuel Iheke, and Happy New Year, ladies and gentlemen. Happy, happy, happy New Year. Um, we are blessed. We are highly favored. We are thankful for making it out of 2020. Um, we give God all the glory, honor, and adoration. Um, it was a tough year for many of us. It was a tough year. I recognize it wasn't a tough year for everybody. Um, so, but it, it was a tough year for a lot of us. Um, but we made it out, ladies and gentlemen, and we got to give God the glory for that. Today, I'm going to talk about um, this transition period, of course. And, you know, I, I really, I really tried hard to not give you guys like a new year, same me, new year, new me type of like you know conversation i feel like we really have to get over that phrase but um not nah, actually you know i think what was what's been kind of challenging for me right now is trying to enter into a new year um while like you just got out of 2020 and 2020 wrecked a lot of us and it's kind of been hard for me to like come up with expectations for 2021 um, I think that a lot of us, you know, we have our resolutions and I don't know, like, I don't know why so many people are against New Year's resolutions, resolutions, whatever, you know, people have their resolutions, people have their expectations for the year. Then there are some people like myself, you know, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, like sometimes I'm scared to make expectations. I'm scared to make resolutions for the year. I really expect set expectations for the year because we did that last year, right? You know, everybody was running around. I wasn't one of those people. I thought it was corny, but like everybody was running around last year talking about 2020 vision, 2020 vision. Everything's going to be this, everything's going to be that. And it's just like you had all these expectations and then 2020 messed you up, right? And now you're scared to have expectations you're scared to make changes or 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 you feel like you know this is just i, I went into 2020 very optimistic and everything let me just stay on the low let me not set my the bar too high or expectations too high my standards too high let me just try to get through this year with at least as as least bad things happening as possible but can i tell you something this whole episode is i want you to to get this this is what i want you to get don't let and I and I posted something like this on on the on our Instagram. Don't let the patterns of the past that you've experienced be projected onto your future. I feel like that's something a very a very natural way that our mind tries to move towards. Uh, we see things that didn't work, that didn't work, that didn't work, or I did this and this this was the result, and then we take that and we extrapolate that that's like my new favorite word extrapolate that and try to predict what's going to happen next based on the things that have been happening in our lives but when we look at the scripture and you know we're going to look at the scripture today that is not how we're supposed to live our lives 
And does that mean it's going to be comfortable for us? I don't know how many times I've ever told you that comfort is just not really something that God is that interested in when it comes to, you know, helping us and helping us grow and all that different stuff. I mean, he's a comforter. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, like um, a lot of this walk is not comfortable. Right. Um, I'm going to read a passage. We're going to get straight into it. But I want you to the, the lesson I want you to get from all of this is that we are no longer going to take the patterns of the past and allow it to be projected onto our future. We're going to we're going to go to Luke chapter five, verse four. Um, we're going to read from verse four to seven. Um, this is when Jesus called Simon and the boys um, to discipleship. And I've read this place before, but we're going to tackle it, tackle it a little differently. Um, and here it goes at verse four. It says, when he had stopped, he being Jesus, stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. But Simon answered and said to him, master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish and their net was breaking. So they signaled to their partners in the other boats to come and help them. May God bless the hearing and the reading and understanding of his word. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Let's get to it. So what happened here? Jesus just got done rocking the crowd, right? You know, preaching and everything. And, um, you know, he was on Simon's boat and everything. He said, you know what? Go, you know, you let me use your boat and everything. Go out into, you know, the 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 ocean and let's go catch some fish and what simon told him was like you know jesus we've seen a pattern right and the pattern is when people when when people when we don't see fish you know out in the in in the sea we stop fishing when when we don't see fish when we're out there and we're toiling all night then that means okay it's just one of those days where there's not fish around right so then what we do is, is we wash our nets um, where it's like, you know, you get done having tried to catch all this fish. You didn't catch any fish. So you wash your nets. You're done for the day. But Jesus said, you know what? Let's go out there. And he told him, we've toiled all night. It hasn't been working. And at that point. It made sense to just not do that. It made sense to quit. It made sense to not have the expectation that there were going to be fish that day. It made sense, ladies and gentlemen. Just like it made sense that you were optimistic about 2020 and 2020 ended up being probably the worst year of your entire life. It makes sense for you to not place expectations on 2021, for you not have resolutions, not set standards for 2021. It makes sense. But I want to give you a verse. First Corinthians chapter two, verse 10. We got scriptures today. It says, Apostle Paul writing that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. As children of God, our faith must not lie in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God, according to man's wisdom. According to logic, according to common sense, when you see a pattern and you see things not working, it's okay to stop. It's okay to change the method. It's okay to expect that nothing is going to yield from this. And that's exactly what Simon was saying. We've been toiling all night. We didn't catch any fish. A little of me, a little of me you know, adding on to it. Why would I do that? Why would I still go out? 
Why would I still cast the net again? So then you see that there's a difference between man's wisdom and the power of God. So let's talk about man's wisdom. I'm going to give you another verse. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18 to 20. Starting at verse 18. I'm sorry. Yeah, 18 and 20. <laughs> starting at verse 18. Let no one deceive himself. If anyone among you sees to be wise, seems to be wise in this age, let him become a fool that he may become wise. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. For it is written, he catches the wise in their own craftiness. Verse 20. And again, the Lord knows the thoughts of the wise, that they are futile. Other verses, other versions will say they are vanity. And it really caught me in verse 8 when it says, If anyone among you seems to be wise in this age, let him become a fool that he may become wise. That's just so funny because what I hear from that is that I'm, it sounds like being a Christian, as sometimes believing in the power of God means that you look like a fool to the rest of the world. Believing that after you were optimistic about 2020, that 2021 and then 2020 wrecked your life, that you're going to be optimistic again about 2021. That sounds foolish. What is what is supposed to be that better in 2021? Sure. I mean, if you have faith in, you know, new presidency, you have faith in the vaccine. I think that's valid. Right. But it's just like, you know. We're still in quarantine. There are many reasons that you would not like that. Why would I be so optimistic? 2020 taught me that anything can happen at any moment. My life can be a living hell. Of course, that's an exaggeration because you don't want to know what hell's really like. But you know what I'm saying? So why would I have these expectations? Why would I still get up and do it again? Why would I cast my net again? You have to be a fool to be wise. <laughs> Sometimes you have to look like a fool to the world in order to have faith in God, believe in the power of God. Maybe it's something telling you that, you know, you'd have to be a fool to expect that 2021 is going to be any better than 2020. Then be a fool then. Be a fool for God. Be the fool that puts all his faith in the power of God. Be that fool. That's what. That's the advice that Emmanuel Heke is going to give you. Be a fool then. Man's wisdom is telling you to wash your nets. You toiled all night to catch some fish. The fish weren't there. Pack it up. Wash your nets. Maybe, maybe you can try couple of years down the line man's wisdom is telling you that 2020 was so bad and wrecked your life you were so optimistic about it the last time you were optimistic about it you year it wrecked your life so this year 2021 just don't have any expectations you know all those big things that you're praying that you wanted god to do in your life maybe just pause on it you know let let it maybe wait a couple of years before you start praying for stuff like that again you know don't have expectations don't have high standards for for this time period right now just just put that off for right now that's that's smart that's smart that's smart but the thing about man's wisdom <laughs> you know the the disciples were were operating with man's wisdom and then Jesus showed up and that's when the power of god entered the equation when Jesus showed up and what's the power of God <laughs> the power of God is when Jesus said cast your net again 
They said, wait, wait, we've been toiling all night. We've been working hard all night. And Jesus said, cast your net again. That was when the power of God entered the equation. You've been casting your net. You've been working hard. You went through all of 2020. And now God wants you to be optimistic about 2021 after a year like 2020. And God's saying, pray again. Expect again. <laughs> have, have high standards again. <laughs> and then it occurred to me. Do you think God didn't see that they were toiling all night? Do you think God wasn't looking? You think God didn't see you toiling all 2020? Failure after failure, heartbreak after heartbreak, crying. You think God didn't see you? <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. When Jesus said, you're going to catch fish, that's when they caught fish. Why did, why did Jesus, why, why, why did God watch them toil all night fishing? And then, you know, decided to, when Jesus comes in, that's when they're going to get fish. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why God didn't just give him fish, you know, at the, at the moment. And, you know, maybe Jesus could have introduced himself a different way. I don't, I, don't, I don't know why God chose that. I don't know why God allowed you to go through everything that you went through in 2020. I don't know. I don't know your case specifically. I, don't, I can't, I can't speak to that. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. What I do know is according to the scripture, no matter what you went through in 2020 does not mean that you now have any stance within God. While you're acknowledging the power of God, you do not have any stance to just not expect anything good to happen, not expect, not pray, not have faith in God. There's a difference between the wisdom of man and, and the power of God, and we ought to have our faith in the power of God. When the power of God enters the equation, the things that you've done, the pattern, the, the pattern that you've been on, it just changes. It's so, so it's just so funny because we were taught when we were growing up, you know, you keep on doing the same thing and it's not working. It's insanity, right? But whoever made that quote must have not known who God is. Because did he tell the 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 fishermen, Simon and them, a different tactic on how to get the fish? No, he just said, do the same thing that you've been doing again. Ha! Oh my God. Oh man. He said, do it again. This time I said something. This time I said, you're going to get it. That's what I said now. You know, one thing that we forget. One thing that we forget is that we serve the peace. Be still God. That's who we serve. Did you forget that part? I'm not going to read the, the passage, but I believe it's in uh, Mark chapter 5. When they were on the boat, the waves rocking the storm, rocking the boat, and Jesus was asleep in the back. And he said, Father, don't you care that we perish? Oh, my God. You were asking that all 2020, Father, don't you care that we perish? Don't you care that I lost this loved one? Don't you care that I failed? Don't you care I didn't have graduation? Don't you care that I couldn't get the job I want? Don't you care that I'm sick with COVID? Don't you care 
that it looks like th- this this tragedy is happening in the world of that tragedy. Don't you care that we perish, but we forget that we serve the peace be still God. What manner of man is this? Ha, what type of God is this that the, that the wind and the waters even obey him? Did you forget that 2020 might have blindsided you, but it didn't blindside God? And nothing in 2021 is going to blindside God either. Don't you know that? Don't you know that every problem that you have right now, at any moment, God can say, peace be still, done. Don't you know that at any moment you've been working so hard for what you've been working hard for and God can say, all right, time to catch the fish now. Don't you know that? Don't you know that as a Christian, your life does not operate with the wisdom of man, but it operates with the power of God. That is the power of God to change a failing pattern into a success story. That's the power of God. The things that you've been doing to now make them successful. The things that have been failing to make them successful at the word of God. That's the God that we serve. Man, it might be a fool to think, you know, you might be a fool to think that, oh, well, this time is going to be different. But don't cheat yourself. And don't put God in a box. God is not at the mercy of coronavirus. He's not at the mercy of wars and rumors of wars and and oppression and tragedy. And he's not at the mercy of anything. He doesn't have to check what's going on in your life to see if he can do something about it. We serve the peace. Be still, God, ladies and gentlemen. So I pray that after a really hard year that you had with 2020, that you don't use that as an excuse to, excuse me, that you don't use that as an excuse to, you know, go about 2021 um, just, you know, not praying and asking God for what you need to ask him for and not expecting anything. Um, Don't fear that. Don't fear that. Don't fear the disappointment. Don't don't fear it. Don't fear it. 2020 did happen the way it happened. Yes, it did. And God watched you go through it. He did. He did. And you know what? He loves you. And that's the first fact that you need to understand, that he loves you. God loves you. A lot of times we'd be like, oh, well, I went through this, so how can God love me? No, no, no. Say, God loves me, and I went through this. And it's very hard. It's a very hard mindset to have. God loves me, and I went through this. If the person that loves you the most in the entire universe allowed you to go through something, it must mean that there's something that it meant. There's something good that can come from it. Not to say that it was good, but all things work together for our good. It must mean that there's there's some type of good ending to this, whether it's here on earth or up in heaven with him. It must mean something. God does not just let you go through things for vanity. We do not serve a vain God. We do not serve a God of confusion. You might be confused. You might be lost right now. But we don't serve a God of confusion. And he's not lost ever. Like he created everything. So how could he be lost? But um, 
I pray that, and we're going to pray right now, I pray that, you know, you get back up. 2020 was hard. And I'm not telling you 2021 is going to be any better, necessarily. I'm not saying that, all oh, the coronavirus is going to leave this year. I'm not saying any of that stuff. What I'm saying is that there's nothing God can do, even in the midst of everything that's going on in your life. I don't know what's going to happen to your life, like, in this year. But what I do know is that I'm going to, I'm going to move forward. I'm going to expect from God. I'm going to be thanking God. I'm going to be moving with God. I'm going to listen to God. I'm going to believe in the power of God. I'm going to have faith in him. I'm going to, like, I'm telling you, I can, I'm not just going to sit here and let 2020 happen to me. I mean, 2021 happen to me. No, that's not, that's not what I'm going to do. That's not how I rock. I can't do that. Sorry. God has things that he wants you to accomplish this year. He has purpose for you in this year. And I want you to walk in that. You can't walk in that in fear. No. There's a verse in the Bible that says, it's in Hebrews. Um, I didn't even expect to say this right now, but it's in Hebrews. And it's just saying how, like, you know, the the man that draws back, he he doesn't please God. We're, basically, I'll paraphrase it where it's just saying, like, the one that fears doesn't please God. He can't, God can't do anything with you. If you're going to draw back every time that you're faced with adversity, he can't do anything with you. So let's pray. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much, God, for this word that you've given me, Lord Jesus, and how it's helped me and how it's going to help um, everyone that's listening, Father God, um, everybody, everybody that's watching, Father God. Lord, I pray, Lord Jesus, that you come into our lives, oh God, this, this year, 2021, Lord Jesus, and I pray that it be a year of divine favor for each and every last one of us in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. Father, many of us are so scared, Lord Jesus. We're so scared. We're so hesitant to expect and so on and so on, oh God, but help us to have faith in the power of God, and not in the wisdom of man. Wisdom of man is telling us, Father God, that, hey, you're optimistic about 2020. It didn't happen. It didn't happen the way you wanted it to happen. So why in the world would you have expectations of 2021? Oh, God. But you are the one that said, cast your net again. And the same thing that we've been doing after we've been toiling all night, this time was different. Father, I pray that this time it be different for every last one of us. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. I love you guys. Have an amazing week, an amazing start to a new year. Peace.